Coming to you from 8122 Production Studios in the heart of the 607, this is Horror Zone 607. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And remember, you can always join the conversation using hashtag HZ607. Welcome to Horror Zone 607, the podcast where we talk all things horror and bring you the week's biggest horror movie news. I'm your host, Mike C., living it up in my Studio 13, but across the way, not too far from where I am, over in the 8122 Production Studio. His name may not be Mary, but he's always popping. What's going on, Rich? Ah, you know, just hanging in there. Popping off, if you will, you about really the are. world. You really are. You know, I'm gonna make. Uh, we got to make a new version of "We Are the World." Really? Yeah, yeah. I think we should. I think we need to get a bunch of celebrities together. You know, they tried it with Imagine, but that was a little insensitive. Yeah, I, I think. I think we. Right. I think we need to get. I think we need to get them together and do "We Are the World" again. Yeah. You know, make it a better place for you and for me and the entire human race. Yeah. I like that idea. But you know, we'd have to. We nobody's gonna carry that Michael Jackson part good. No, I mean, I think I could do better. Than Michael? Than Michael, yeah. I don't know. It I, takes a mic to know a mic. I to mean, be the man, you got to beat the man. I don't know. <laughs> we can make this happen. We can make this happen. I could carry it. You could sing uh, You could sing even higher parts if you want. I think you could, you could probably do a lot of the ladies' voices. Oh, absolutely. Um, there's no doubt in my mind you could carry that. And then, you know, the professor who's uh, conspicuous by his absence this week. Uh, we won't get into that really. Let's just say, let's just say he's got, he's got some, uh, some roofing issues. Uh, yeah. Let's just say. Yeah. He's got some wet pipe. behind the ears. He, he, oh, he's got some piping issues. <laughs> <laughs> so the professor's not with us this week, uh, but uh, we're hoping that he'll be back next week. Uh, hopefully he doesn't drown between now and then. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not trying to be insensitive. Let's just hope he doesn't drown. He's, he's got some water problems. So, but, uh, you know, this week, uh, you know, we had this big elaborate show planned. We were going to be doing all kinds of things with the professor and, uh, and he didn't show up. So, uh, so we got a lot of news, we got a lot of news to cover and we might as well jump right into that this week. Um, the big story that kind of came out of this week, we haven't seen a quiet place part two yet. We were supposed to, it should have been out months ago. It should probably, you know, it probably would have been out on digital for months at this point. Um, but, uh, but it's going to come, but, uh, but it's not out yet, but part three has been announced. There is a quiet place part three. I think we kind of already assumed that this was going to happen, but, uh, but it has been announced that the quiet place part three is happening. Now, the bigger story with this here is John Krasinski. We know that he wrote and directed the first one and the second one. He will not be doing either with part three. Uh, he is going to be a producer but he will not be writing or directing this one. Jeff Nichols will be the writer and director this time around. Now I'm not familiar with his work. I don't know if you are. Yeah. I'm not really familiar with his work either, but uh, you know, Hey, I, I mean, Krasinski's staying in and uh, doing the, you know, the produce production side. So, I mean, at least he's not leaving completely. Right. And it, they, they did say that it's based on an idea 
of John Krasinski's. So take that for what it's worth. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I am excited to see part two. I was a, I was a pretty, pretty big fan of the first one. Uh, I'm disappointed, you know, that so many great movies didn't get to come out this year, but I am excited to see part two. Um, we'll see how that plays out, obviously. No oh, doubt. Yeah. But um, I don't know. What do you think of a part three being announced before a part two? I mean, I would have preferred them to wait till, uh, you know, we knew what was going on. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, like I don't know how they're like, hey, we're going to put this out. And we don't know financially where we're going to be at. We don't know where the world's going to be at. We don't even know if part two will be out by the time part three is ready to come out. Who knows? Yeah. There's, there's too many I don't know moments for me to be like, man, I'm all on board with this. Because it's not right. like they're preparing to do this and put it over on like uh, – uh, Netflix or HBO Max or anything like that. They're like preparing for this to come out as a full-on movie before the second one's come out. Maybe the second one flops. Who knows? Like you're putting your your eggs in a basket that we don't quite know how it's going to be in the world and if the world's going to go back to the movies. You never know. You, right. <laughs> it's a weird time we live in right now. There, the things can just never go back to where it was. Maybe people got used to being at home for and don't want to go to movie theaters. And it's it's. <laughs> I, I think it's a gamble. It's a huge gamble. I would agree. I would agree. I mean, hopefully by that, you know, you and I were talking off air before we started recording, uh, you know, about all this news about a vaccine coming out and hopefully it's going to get rid of this thing. And, you know, you and I both agreed it's not, you know, who knows when this thing is going to go away. It might be years, mm-hmm. if ever, before this thing goes away. So what's going to be the new normal? Are we going to be able to go back to theaters and take our chances of getting sick? Uh, is everything going to go digital? Is everything going to just be, you know, watching it from home? You know, well, it's well, here's the problem. And it's going to be an unpopular opinion. I don't, I don't, you know, not to get political. Eventually the, the cracking point is going to be, it's going to come down to people's decision. You know what I mean? Yeah. Eventually it will come down to the people who want to go out, uh, are going to, because the power of money and stuff will be able to do that. And they'll know the risk and they'll be able to take that risk. And then other people won't. And that's just how it's going to be eventually. I, I don't see how it doesn't work any other way. You know right. what I mean? Because that's how that's how money and capitalism works. And that's what they're doing in the state of Florida currently. Uh, yep. You know, and, and they got a lot of judgment for it, whatever. But once again, I... I'm not there, so I'm not gonna, and I'm not gonna dive into that deep web. But that's that was what the thing was. Everybody was like, "Oh, they opened everything up, so it was crazy." Well, guess what? If you've looked, they've opened everything up, but they're still not filling seats places because people still aren't coming out. Some people right. are. Some people are taking advantage of that. Some people are not. And I think that's what the world has come to at this point. Is I think everybody's learning what their comfortable choices are with themselves and for themselves and their families. And I think that if you want, eventually, it's going to come to a point where if you want to go to the theater, the theaters will open and they'll do business and if you don't want to go to the theater you'll stay home and wait for it to come to whatever but that's the challenge that i'm saying about green lighting another major motion picture because even if that's the that's the best case scenario what i just laid out now and even me i don't know what side of that fence i fall on you know what i mean if i guess i guess if i'm going to risk myself being in a theater hopefully you know they're doing precaution there would have to be precautions and like seats in between and all that happy jazz but if i'm going to risk it i'm not going to risk it for some random fucking movie you know what I mean? Right, I'm going right. to risk it for the movie I really want to see because if I'm going to take a chance of being sick, you know, I'm not doing it for, you know, what we used to do, you know, before Mike and just go to see some random movie. I'm going to make sure it's whatever. <laughs> and I'm not saying The Quiet Place wouldn't be a great movie, but what if two bombs? That means yeah. I'm definitely not going to go see three because why risk getting sick for that? That's my point. And, and then you lose a ton of money. To the downfall of these series, you know, these, these franchises. Is you when know? you get ahead of yourself. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Financially, they're getting ahead of themselves when there is no financial stability on the planet right now. You know what I mean? There's right. just none. And like I said, the only the only thing you can you know hope for if you're in the business of making movies and of people going to the studio is that more places have the Florida policy, if you will, right. where people who choose to come out can come out and people who choose not to come out don't come out. You know what I mean? Right. And even there, you're losing half your audience just by the pure, you know, that pure decision. You know what I mean? Yep. So, you're I right. mean... I don't know if I'm risking that kind of capital, but I hope it all works out for him. I hope, you know, I want to see Quiet Place 2. I hope Quiet Place 2 is great. I hope that, uh, you know, Quiet Place 3 is great as well. But I, I just, I don't know if I'd financially risk that currently, especially right. without no return on 2. Wait till right. 2 comes out and then make the decision. Right. I agree. I agree. Uh, that being said, we got more movie news, <laughs> movies that have been announced. So <laughs> that haven't come out yet or haven't been made yet. So, um, the next one is, is uh, intriguing, very intriguing to uh -huh. say the least. Um, we knew uh, from a couple of months back that there was going to be a prequel to the movie Orphan. It was announced. Um, now it's gotten a name change. Uh, it, it's actually going to be called Orphan First Kill. So we've got a name, a name change already for this. So that's going to be the official release name of the movie. Uh but this, uh, this is the interesting news here. Isabel Furman, Furman uh, who played uh, Esther in the original movie, who I believe she was about, what, about 9 or 10 years old when she was uh, in that role. Uh, she's now 23 years old, and she's going to be reprising the role of Esther. And keep in mind, this is a prequel to the first movie. She was, she was 12 when the first movie came out. I'm looking at 12? her age now, yeah. Well, I mean, when they shot the movie, she was probably 11 because it mm -hmm. came out in 09. So she was, I've been assuming that they shot it in 08 because that would make sense, right? So she, right. and even if they shot in 07, so she was 10 or 11 if they shot in 07s, but right. I'm going to assume it was 08. So she was 11. I'm also currently on her, because of looking this up just for this thing, I'm currently on her Wikipedia page. I can say this, she is, she's still an attractive young lady, yep. but she is definitely does not pass for a 10, 11, 12 year old. And if this no. is a prequel, she definitely doesn't pass for anything younger than that. Right, like, she and still not, looks and, the same. Oh, I know, she, you know, yeah. she definitely looks older, but she looks she looks no, very no, no. similar I, to how I, she did when she was younger. But I agree, uh, she's still like I said, she's said. a good-looking lady, or young woman, I should say, because she's she's twenty-three. But she definitely doesn't look like she's twelve. Right. So here's what they said about that: uh, filmmakers will utilize forced perspective shooting and a world-class makeup team. It's going to have to be world class, bro. <laughs> they're unless they're using, unless they're using the rewind shit that they used on Robert Downey Stranger Jr. Things. Well, Stranger Things as well, and Robert Downey Jr. in the MCU for when they did younger versions of Tony things. Stark. It chapter two. It I'm chapter sorry. two. Was, yeah. It, sorry, it was it chapter two. But I'm also, of yeah, yeah. So, anyways, I'm I was thinking about Robert Downey Jr. to begin with. So, unless they use that technology, which is expensive, then I don't I don't know. And I'm not saying anything bad about it. she. Like I said, she's still attractive. She, well, I mean, she. I don't know if I don't know if you would have considered her when she was young. I think she's an attractive young woman now, but she doesn't look twelve. No, <laughs> you know no, she does. She cute. has she has similarities. She grew up, but she grew up. You right. know what I mean? She's she's a twenty three year old. Not a you know who looks the same at twelve as they do at twenty three. I mean, there's always similarities, but you don't you look know, the same. Here's the thing with this. Here's the thing with this. Here's where this is going to get kind of difficult. Uh, you know, I one thing we've learned is with movie magic, you can make anything look the right way. So I have no doubt in my mind they're going to make her look like she's nine, ten, eleven years old, whatever. How are you going to make her voice that <laughs> sound like that again? 
Well, that's, yeah, that's easier. Computer computer generated, it's easy. You think? You'd have to do a lot of voiceover work, which is, it's going to be annoying, but okay, you can. Yeah. I mean, I'm just... I, I think I, that's going to be the more difficult thing to pull off here. I'm going to tell frankly. you this right now, though. I uh, Just from, like, because like, so is the cast. Uh, Vera Farmiga's uh, photo on here, top notch. <laughs> on looks, Wikipedia? She, uh, not on Wikipedia, on IMDb. Oh, yes. The picture they use for IMDb. And, of course, it's a recent photo, too. Well, a recent-ish photo. Vera is a very attractive <laughs> Oh, I know. That's so what I'm saying. So is her sister, Thaisa. Oh, yeah. But I'm just saying, I, I just happened because she's, of course, was in the cast of Orphan. So I, yeah. I, I just happened to see, like, because next to her, because it goes North Stars. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> I'm like, she's she's even hotter than I remember. Maybe it's because yep. I haven't seen a movie in a while. Uh, maybe, uh, like, a big screen movie in a while. Right, right. There you go. That was my moment for the day. That was your moment, all right. You took... I no, stole that's... your normal spot. You're exactly. usually you're usually exactly. the horn dog that says about how uh, this person or that person looks good. And Should we bring I, a crystal th- read? I mean, we could do that. Oh yeah, and then I see a picture of Vera Farmiga, Farmiga, and uh, I'm like, oh wow, she's hot in that photo. Right. I'm in. Now, I'm back in. I, I just want to state uh, now this is completely, totally off topic here, but I just want to point out in case he's listening, Sergeant Slaughter is now following us on Twitter. I woke up, <laughs> I, I woke up at five o'clock during uh i think it was last friday thursday friday something like that getting ready for work and i'm going through twitter and i've got a, a you know notifications that more people were following us and sergeant slaughter the sergeant slaughter the certified account of sergeant slaughter is now following us yeah he followed me about three weeks ago and yeah i know he got the odph too yeah he the, he came late to them he would the kind i i think there's there's part of me that thinks that he started and went down my friends list and the reason why is because after, like, we got the notification at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. And, mm-hmm. like, then after that, like, everybody else started getting it. And I, it, he just, like, followed a bunch of podcasts <laughs> and stuff. I don't know if he listens, but if he does, we salute you. He must be a fan of podcasts, at least, because he, Yeah, you know? he's followed a lot of podcasts, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> but in case you're listening, Sarge, we're big fans. So thank you for following us on Twitter. Hopefully Absolutely. you love horror movies. All right, back to the news. Uh, now, I've never seen this show. You told me uh, before the show that you did. Hulu. I don't have Hulu. Hulu has canceled Castle Rock after two seasons. Yeah, it's a good show. It was a really, I mean, I, I dug it. I thought it was a very good show. It took, It takes place in the world of Stephen King, and there's a lot of connectors to all of King's movies as well. Uh, it's also based, of course, on a King work. But, it, like, there's, you know, like how he has a shared universe to begin with. This That show mm-hmm. really connected the shared universe. It's not like you saw Pennywise and stuff, but you would hear about Derry and problems there. It, it like, it's kind of an interesting, it was a super interesting take, if you will. Right. Uh, so, I you know, I was kind of shocked, but then I was telling you that I feel like it's because now that Hulu, uh, basically Hulu is the adult version now of, uh, or is going to become the adult version of Disney because Disney is in control of it. Uh, I think that what they're doing is thinning out the things they don't own. Eventually, I think, and, and with all the 20th Century Fox stuff that they own, they it's not like they have a shortage of, of, of stuff that they can put out. Uh, so I think that they're they're trying to thin it down. I know that they're adding shows like MODOK and a few other of the Marvel adult shows and stuff to that format. So I think that they're trying to clear out things that they don't own necessarily because obviously why pay rights for things when you can just get them? Right. I'm just saying, I mean, I, I, I could be wrong on that, but I feel like that's what they're doing outside of current deals. Like, so as things don't have deals or as things are being, are able to be canceled, I think you're going to see more of this trend on Hulu, especially since we know Disney is putting more stuff onto it. Right. Well, it's still sad to see. Yeah. So I, I need to get a hold of Hulu. 
Um, I, I really want to watch that show. That was something I was very interested in. Um, so, well, I, I, I don't mean to flow my uh, boat, but I, 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 you know, somebody, <clears throat> me who has a uh, press access for Hulu. Really? I have, I, I have, I press credentials for Hulu. I did not know that. Dude, I have all sorts of press credentials now. It's, it's amazing. I don't know how that happened. I don't know how they like, you know, I shystered my way in there <laughs> doing all the, all the podcasting and producing and stuff. But I have started to get, I've started a mass and ama- an immense amount of credentials. Uh, really? Currently. Yeah. Currently I have Hulu. Uh, Netflix, uh, AEW, MLW, a few others. So, yeah. <laughs> can you can you get a free Hulu for life? No, no, that doesn't work You're not that, that good way. Yet? But I have no, no, that doesn't work that way. But I have access to their press site where they drop uh, different uh, news as it's happening, and also sometimes you get uh, access to um, screeners, like of shows that are right. coming out. They let you watch the first episode before anybody else, so you can go out there and talk about it the week it's coming out and shit like that. So, right. like, it's it's kind of a cool little gimmick. So, yeah, I haven't heard anything across the wire from Hulu, but that's what just what my nerd mentality coming from the Three Fat Nerds podcast is, is that they're basically uh, eliminating stuff that Disney doesn't own. Because that's how, the, the, if you ever notice, the House of Mouse doesn't play well with others. They, right. like, they like what they own because they don't have to spend money on it, and they get to make all the money then. And also, think about it, they own massive IPs. Like, they own yep. a massive amount of IPs. Like, big IPs. Like, some of the biggest in the world. You know, yeah. they own the IPs for Star Wars, obviously, and Marvel. Marvel. But they also, with the 20th Century Fox, own the, the Aliens franchise. They also yeah. own the Predator franchise and the AVP franchise, which is a co-one. They own the, of course, they got back the X-Men to uh, Marvel. They got back the Fantastic Four. Uh, I do believe, what is it? They own the Indiana Jones library. They own a lot of shit. Because yeah. that, that came over with Lucasfilm, though, not 20th Century Fox. Because remember, right. the Indiana Jones movies were Lucasfilm films. Yeah. I know I said films yeah, twice, right. but they were. So, yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah. <laughs> Disney is, is doesn't have to play with others because they own all the moving parts. Oh, and they own The Simpsons. I forgot about that one. You know, the greatest blender in all of mankind. If you guys aren't familiar, we've talked about it ad nauseum on the Three Fat Nerds podcast. I know it's not horror related. But basically, when Disney bought out 20th Century Fox, some lawyer, because Fox obviously stayed a thing, the network, so there's Fox, the network, which we have on television, and then there's 20th Century Fox, which was sold to Disney and now is called 20th Century Films, I do believe, yeah. is what Disney calls it now. Anyways, uh, <laughs> somebody forgot that the Simpsons weren't under the Fox registry. They were under 20th Century Fox, even when they were on Fox. If you remember, 20th Century Fox, oh, yeah. it would come up. So when they did that, they accidentally sold The Simpsons and then tried to get them back. And Disney was like, well, you can pay for it. <laughs> right. So that's why Disney Plus has every, well, I don't know if they have every episode now or they, they've narrowed them down, but Disney Plus owns the, you know, has The Simpsons on it. And they are wow. making a new Simpsons movie, but they also allow Fox to make new. This is the dumbest shit ever, by the way. Fox makes new Simpsons episodes that then go straight to Disney Plus. Right. Like they air them on Fox and then they end up on Disney Plus. So basically you're making a show that you get, you do get the ad revenue for. So that's cool. But you're making a show basically to give it to a competitor. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? It is weird. Uh, money. Yeah. But that's like, that, that's what I call the greatest blunder in all of mankind. Cause who <laughs> forgot that the Disney, that, that the Simpsons property was not owned by Fox, but 20th century Fox and then sold it. And sold it. And then went, oh, Without wait a minute. It. Oh, wait a minute. We didn't Oops. want to do that. <laughs> Oopsie. Oopsie yeah. poopsie. 
Uh, so we got news about uh, Wrong Turn. It's wrong been a while turn. since we've talked about Wrong Turn. Uh, we know that Wrong Turn, the foundation, was going to be coming or getting made. Um, oh, boy, is it coming. It, it, yes, it is. And apparently it's very close to being released. Oh. Uh, don't we have a release date yet, but apparently it's close to being released. Uh, it's also rumored that it's no longer called Wrong Turn, the foundation. Oh, really, Mike? What, what are they calling it now? You're going to be floored by this. Oh, this shit. is earth-shattering news. You right heard here. it here first. This is an exclusive here, folks. Wrong turn. Uh. <laughs> I, I, you know me. I'm not a fan of this, you know, because then it forces to say the year, damn it. Because like it's like Halloween 2018. You can't just say Halloween. Yep. And now Scream's going to be doing the same and thing. Scream's doing the same thing. And you already Allegedly. I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to rant on it again because we already did that. But yep. that's my problem with it, because then you have to say, oh, well, wrong turn 2020 or 2021, depending upon when it drops. Yep. And it's just annoying, especially for wrong turn, because those movies yeah. became cheeky and entertaining at, in, in the longer they went. But they were bad. It's like me watching bad movies because, you know, I like watching bad movies. Maximum Overdrive, one of my favorite movies. It's horrible. <laughs> And it's getting remade by Joe Hill, which we reported on this. Sh- we reported that <laughs> well, on this interested. show. Well, he's interested. It hasn't been announced. Yeah, he's, he's going to do it. But you're telling it's me it's happen. not going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. Joe Hill, the son of Stephen King, is going to reprise his father's his father's directing role into his own directing role <laughs> to make Maximum Overdrive. All I can hope is the kid does as much coke allegedly as his father did. <laughs> because that's how that movie's epic by the way i'd say allegedly only i don't have to say allegedly because stephen king he admits it yeah (laughs) stephen king is like yeah people like maximum overdrive he's like yeah i was addicted to cocaine at the time so yeah 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 apparently he did enough cocaine to kill a large horse yeah oh dude the the stories he tells are legendary (laughs) like stephen king is an interesting (laughs) motherfucker man if you ever want to read some shit read some of like stephen king wrote an autobiography what was it three years ago or four years ago something like that he wrote it was not that long ago he wrote an autobiography and it's real good and and it's Mm. i thought it was i thought it was i thought i've always been a fan of his work and i'm like wow dude was just open up because you know he had the the close uh the the close there with death when the guy ran him off the road oh yeah remember that and he almost died and like he goes into detail about that and the struggles of coming back and like he but then he goes but before that and like when he became a celebrity you know his books took off he's like the biggest author in the world he's doing a shit ton of coke decides that he doesn't like how directors direct his shit so he's going to direct his own stuff and then (laughs) well then while doing coke one day he goes i'm going to take this short story that was literally a page and a half and i'm going to turn it into an hour and a half movie that's how we get, that's how we get maximum overdrive. If you ever look, these it is based on a page and a half short story. That is yep. what maximum overdrive is based on. Yeah. Yeah, cocaine. Cocaine told him, "Hey Steve, we can do okay. this." Think about it. That's what it did. He said, "Hey Steve, we can do this." And Steve's like, "Ah, we can do it." <laughs> he didn't even he didn't even, you know what? In hindsight, he's probably like, "Man, you know what I should have done? I should have just done it as directed by Richard Bachman." <laughs> People wouldn't have right? known. <laughs> it would have been a better idea probably. <laughs> of course, oh, if you guys goodness. don't know that is Stephen King's pen name, his other right. pen name. So, if you ever see the but I think that's pretty well known about amongst most horror fans that Richard Bachman is his other pen name right but he has done some pretty good stuff under that pen name so yeah he has he has and all of that leads to wrong turn 
Yeah, 20, all that. All the ones. By the way, directed by Stephen King <laughs> from nineteen <laughs> from nineteen nineteen eighty eight. Stephen King is directing Wrong Turn twenty twenty one. I will say about this. That's a lie, is, folks. Know, don't don't fact check that because I, I right. I'm openly admitting that's a lie. I was just having fun. I because you know somebody's gonna come in and write to us like you know Stephen King's not directing that. Like I know, I know. I was just making a joke. <laughs> but I do have an idea. Anybody that's listening to this show should probably know that we're we're both kind of moronic anyway. So ready know, for this? I do have an idea. Nothing serious here. I do have an authority that Stephen King is going to make return to the director's chair soon, though. Oh, yeah? Yeah, breaking news here. He's going to come back to to direct the greatest remake of all time. That is Freddy's Dead, The Last Nightmare. Oh, I can't wait. Stephen King is going to be in the director's chair for that. Executive producer and executive producer Joe Hill. Yeah. So his son is going to be the executive <laughs> producer. The ghost of Wes Craven is, is somewhere on the production team, too. So that should tell I you about so. the mental state. I'm just throwing yeah. it out there. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is official news, folks. Official. This is true. It's officially true. Stephen King will direct if, the greatest that, remake. I'll tell you another one. The greatest remake of all time. By the way, starring as Freddy Krueger, Neil <laughs> Patrick Harris. You heard it here first. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Robert Englund cannot come back. Neil Patrick Harris will be Freddy Krueger in the remake of Freddy's Dead. And I've heard it's going to be a shot-for-shot remake. And much like Psycho, it's not going to work. Do you think Anne Hayes will be making an appearance? Uh, she has to because she's, maybe she'll be playing Freddy Krueger. I don't think she's going to be Freddy Krueger. I think she is going to be playing the daughter of Freddy Krueger. She's going to play the Lisa Zane role. You think? But she's going to do it over dramatically so it doesn't come off as humorful. Ah. So ah. you remember all those weird times where she touches the uh, the, the 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 what do you call it the the 3D glasses, the old school 3D glasses? Oh yeah. Oh man, yeah. can you imagine Anne Hayes doing that? She's going to be like all freaky about it. You know, and while we're casting this thing and making this all official, Isabel Fuhrman is going to be playing uh, Heather Langenkamp's character, uh, she Nancy. Wasn't, she wasn't in uh, Freddy's Dead. No, no, doesn't matter. We're talking about no, her earlier. No, but, but she could be. She could play the badass chick that uh, tries to beat up Freddy, the young girl. Uh, I've got it on good authority. Uh, of course, there's Spencer was in the movie. Spencer was played by uh, Breckin Meyer. Yes. So we. So now we have to find a young Breckin Meyerish kind of actor. I say Finn Wolfhard is going to be in it. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't remember who. I don't know who's going to play the role of Carlos. Johnny Depp will reprise his role as the PSA cameo. <laughs> right now, I hear he needs work, and that's all I'm going to say about that. Oh, <laughs> oh Lord. Anyways, moving on to more horror news, though. We've had enough fun, I think. Maybe <laughs> I went too far. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I didn't go far enough. We'll never know. I think you went way over the line. Not as not as far over the line as I went a couple of weeks ago, but that's a whole other story for a whole other show. Nah, no, I, I, I a few weeks ago I went way over the line, according to some. Yeah, yeah, I and that was a tame episode. Yeah, it was. It happens. It happens. All right, yeah, moving on. Enough of this nonsense. There's, there's, you know, when when we get the official word on who's going to be playing Heather Langenkamp, you know, and. <laughs> In Freddy's Dead, the remake. In Stephen King's Freddy's Dead remake. Yeah, Stephen we'll King's. We'll let you know. Yes, exactly. Executive produced uh, by Joe Hill. Shudder. Shudder has announced that a creep show holiday special will air on December 14th. I am uh, stoked. Episode, I know, me too. Uh, the episode will be titled Shapeshifters Anonymous and yeah. is written and directed by Greg Nicotero and will feature an ensemble cast. Well, that's pretty cool. My only hope here is, though, is that for the longest time, the go-to horror special was the Tales from the uh, Tales from the Crypt uh, Santa one. Remember that? Oh, yeah. The Christmas special. That is amazing. Uh, so the question is, can this live up to even, like, close to it at least? I don't know if it can ever be as great as that. If you guys have never seen the Tales from the Crypt uh, uh, Christmas special, you need to see it. But 
I don't know if it can live up to that, but I like what they're doing. So I'm not saying I'm not leaving it out there. It can't. <laughs> uh, we got all the answers today. We really do. Why? What's the answer that we have now? I don't know. We just got all the answers to everything, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a synopsis on this. Fearing he is a murderer, an anxious man searches for answers for his unique condition from an unusual support group. Interesting. And it's full of so, shapeshifters. Full of shapeshifters. Shapeshifters Anonymous. Well, we they're can only assume that from the name. Yes. They're going to be very anonymous. Nobody's going to know who they are. By the way, for so, all of you guys who want to check it out, the Tales from the Crypt episode is called In All Through the House. Well, that just kind of By the way, it was the perfect. second it was the second episode of the show, too. Really? Yes, you're sorry. Season 1, Thank episode you. 2, and all through the house. And it's nice. it's it's crazy. You can I think you, you can watch the preview on YouTube. I don't know if the whole show's on there or not, but yeah. there you guys go. Check it out. If you've never seen it, it is worthwhile. It was a worthwhile watch. I'd love to get a hold of those those old shows. I wonder if they're on HBO Max. Uh maybe. I don't know. I haven't checked yeah. for Tales for the Crypt. I should. I have to look for it. I never saw. I was too young when they were on, and I you know, I wouldn't have been allowed to watch them anyway. And I didn't have HBO when I was younger. But I which is weird because too. I was I'm younger than you, and I was I used to watch them with my mom. Yeah. <laughs> I was afraid of that stuff when I was younger, so Scaredy I don't think cats. I would have watched it. I really am. I really am. And now all I'm afraid of is is money. <laughs> yeah. And wrong turn. Wrong turn. Yeah, don't make a wrong turn. 2021. You know why? You know what? It's tied in with money. Because if you make a wrong turn, it takes some more gas out of your car, which means you have to spend more money. Right. It's basics. Basics, folks. That's what we're here for, to deliver that kind of news. It is what we're here for. Hard-hitting news. (laughs) Well, here's some more hard-hitting news, and this is a really cool thing. Uh, Saturday, November 14th at 6 p.m., on Looped Live, which I'm not familiar with, there's going to be a Scream reunion virtual event, and it's going to benefit the National Breast Cancer Coalition. Listen to this lineup. Nev Campbell, Skeet Ulrich, Rose McGowan, Matthew Lillard, Jamie Kennedy, David Arquette, and Kevin Williamson will be participating in the event. Tickets are $20 to watch the live stream, and if you want to do a one-on-one chat with your favorite cast member, Hundred dollars. That's all it'll take. Hundred dollars. Wow, that's not that One on one with them. That's really how not cool. That is bad. that? It's all for a good cause. Yeah, that's the a, a, a. It's for a good cause, but B, like a hundred bucks is not that far out of the realm for like a one on one conversation. Right. That's actually pretty good. I mean, I mean, twenty I paid bucks 30, a watch. I paid thirty dollars to get my picture taken and meet Adrian King, and I had already met her once. I had already got no, my that's picture not taken bad, with her. But I'm just saying that's not bad. No, I'm, yeah, I know. Also, I just want to—I I would also like to point out: for twenty bucks, you get to be the honky talk man. Just watch. That's true. So there you go. Uh, I don't know. I—I <laughs> just—I—I uh, I, I think it's a cool thing. I might—I might even tune in. Goes to a good cause. Yeah. It's, it sounds like a lot of fun, and they have everybody. I mean, you're only really missing one star, and one in that movie supporting character. Courtney Cox. You're missing the star, which would be Courtney Cox, because she's obviously yeah. a star. And then you're missing, uh, what's his name there, that uh, played Cotton. But he's oh, only Liam Schreiber. Yeah, and he's only, thank you. I don't know why I was driving a blank they on Liam Schreiber. the character's name. They only show him in the Right, in right, the right. That's why I said, he. Scene. no, no, he, he makes that one appearance, remember? He's in like a news scene. Yeah, he's in a news scene. That's it. That's he's what I'm like saying. News, like, uh... like, like I said, he's only, he's only a, a supporting bit player in right, that movie. Right, right, in that one. He has yeah. obviously a much bigger role in two and three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, two. Yeah, he's just like in a new Two, and in three, the... he gets killed right away. 
Yeah. Well, <laughs> still a bigger role than he had in the but, first well, one. I, wait a minute. Should I set a spoiler alert there for a 20 uh, year old movie? seen that movie in the last 20 years, they're right. on their own now. Okay, good. I'm just making they're sure. They're on their own now. Just making sure. I just wanted to check. Right. Check right. for freshness. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, last thing that I've got for this week to, to round out the news. Uh, a few months back, uh, earlier this year, we know that uh, Joe, Joe Ruby, who was uh, co-creator of Scooby-Doo, passed away. And unfortunately, uh, the other co-creator, Ken Spears, has passed away as well at the age of 82. So we have now lost, in 2020, we've lost both of the co-creators um, of the of Scooby-Doo. That's sad news. It is sad news. You know, bad enough to lose one of them, then we lose both of them in the same year. Um, you know, Scooby-Doo growing up with those, you know, those are actually probably before my time. Actually, I think those came out originally before I was even born in the seventies. Uh, in fact, I know that they did, but, uh, they were such a, an important part of, of, you know, my, my growing up, that was my horror growing up. I was afraid of those, you know, wow. some scary guy, scary guy with a, like a mask on, you know, that was a little terrifying for a three-year-old, a four-year-old. I remember that five-year-old. Well, unfortunately, the, the, with them passing on, this is the year where definitely old man Crothers is underneath the mask or something. I don't know. And he would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for us snooping kids. I know. Actually, this year, I don't know. It's really weird. <laughs> it's one of those years where it's like, damn, uh, it could be a Scooby-Doo plot line. Uh, but with that being said, very sad, very sad. And uh, condolences, of course, to the friends, family, and fans, as we always say in this case. Right. Well, well with that being said, I think that's going to do it today. That's all we got. We did have more planned, but again, but the, 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 the professor, professor ruined it. The professor's yeah. piping issues ruined it. He's currently in a raft in his living room. He is in a raft in his living room currently. Only, but you know what? He's 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 in a raft that has no paddles because you know the professor. Yeah, that's that's why. true. He's he is now fl- he's just literally he is floating around his living room aimlessly. He can't even watch television because that's gone. The TV's been right. flooded. Uh, I I know where it sounds like we're making lighthearted of the fact that uh, he, tr- he I promise folks that he's not flooded out somewhere. <laughs> it's, right. it's it's a uh, he had a, he will he, be back. He had an issue <laughs> that is he not, did. He had a we're we're issue, we're bro. making we're making a little bit of light out of it. But I just want to say with all the things going on right now with tropical storms and hurricanes, he is not in any harm's way. And of course, you know that's that's not wasn't the intent. He really actually is having a pipe issue, <laughs> right? <laughs> and we're kind of we're making and we're making we're making it sound far far worse than actually it is. Because uh, that, that's what <laughs> he's friends not happy. Are, that, that's what friends are for. He, oh, he's definitely yeah. not happy. But that's what friends are for. Uh, last I knew, he's trying to figure out where he's showering. <laughs> but you know, for 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 a drifter, you would think that he would not even that wouldn't be the first thing on his mind because as a drifter, you don't know where your next shower is coming from. Like That's he's kind true. of he's upsetting me with his drifter lifestyle, not like helping him survive better. He's got a natural shower coming into his house right now as we speak. <laughs> I don't know if you want. I don't know what he's so worried about. <laughs> I mean, for a man who who we called the drifter and said that he bathed in the river, I don't I don't know why he's worried about his next his next shower. This is what happens when you give give the man an apartment. He's no longer drifting and he becomes bougie. That's his. That's, that's all the problems are. He becomes you a know? hipster. Yeah, that's what what's wrong. But you know, you, <laughs> I, I have it on good authority. He'll be back for the next episode, and then we'll be Let's covering so. a bunch of stuff that he had planned because uh, uh, we let him go wild in the next segment that we were going to do. So I don't want to ruin any of that because I didn't watch any of that stuff because we don't watch no, the art. We don't watch the arts of your shit. So if you guys are into no. that, <laughs> you guess what? You guys get a treat next week. He's got a segment. Uh, actually, it'll be really. I hear it'll be really good. I do want to watch that one that he watched though. That, uh, no, 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 not, not, not that one. That didn't sound good to me. Uh, the uh, the woods one. 
Uh, I think you're thinking of Voorhees. No, 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 no. There was one. <laughs> I know there what was you're one talking I about. It was on Shutter. It was a Polish film on Netflix. I yeah, believe, some. Is it Shutter or Netflix? I think it's it's on something. Netflix. Something in the woods. Don't go in the woods or something. Like that. I don't, don't know. go in the woods. I, I, yeah, I it's was, a Polish slasher. I was gonna. I was gonna check that out because it is a slasher film. So I, I almost watched it too over the weekend, but I didn't get around to it. So yeah, so. I'm, I'm gonna probably check that out. So if he wants to talk about that, maybe we'll talk about that in a segment because uh, <laughs> I might check that out because it's, it's look at that piqued my interest the other day, and I have a free weekend I think, so maybe I'll do that. Well, with that being said, though, if you guys want to hit us up and uh, you have any suggestions for movies you want us to review, uh, want to give your comments on anything we talked about, want to tell us your dream casting for uh, Joe Hill produced, Stephen King directed, Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare uh, remake that is coming to you sometime in the next you know few years. Uh, definitely lock it in. You heard it here first. Uh, if you got, you got some casting news you want to share with us about that or who you would fantasy cast, you can go ahead and do all of that over, or just say hi. You can do that on our social medias. We're HorrorZone607 on Facebook, at HorrorZone607 on Twitter and Instagram. Use the hashtag HZ607 whenever talking about the show. Also, you can find out more about the show and all sorts of cool stuff that we're doing over here at 8122 Productions at our very public website, 8122productions.com. You see, that's clever. You know, it's yes. 8122 Productions. It's 8122productions.com. There you go. Go visit everything there. You can find out more about the Three Fat Nerds. You can find out more about the wrestling show, about stuff we're doing on Twitch. All the stuff that I plug here, Patreon, all that stuff is all there. Friends of the show. It's amazing. It's, it's great. Uh, speaking of Twitch, uh, make sure you're following us on twitch.tv slash 607 podcasts. We're bringing you more and more content, whether it's uh, MTG Arena uh, videos, whether it's uh, wrestling, because every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, if you're a wrestling fan, we do those wrestling show myself and ken m from the ocho duro parley hour join up together to talk all things pro wrestling and of course we cover pay-per-views for wrestling we cover ufc fights all sorts of great stuff going on there and more coming in the near future including some more horror content much like we did that one time and i'm, I'm still going to get it up I'm, I'm finishing touches of getting the uh <laughs> freddy's dead live watch along and i'm going to put that up on youtube i might even put the audio out on on this podcast format too so you guys can have a special like audio version as well if you wanted because i think uh, maybe that might be a better one but I, i'm going to do it on both how about that since we For already people filmed like me the video. that don't like to read or, or watch right 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 or, but or, well here's the thing any kind of effort put in whatsoever if you want to watch it while you're watching the movie with us uh, that would be amazing so i'm going to do both uh, i think i'm going to do both so in the near future you're going to get that right here on the network as well uh so check it out but also on twitch.tv podcast is absolutely free of course to follow on twitch when you follow uh we're very close to 100 followers our first 100 followers which we're very blessed for and uh, we're going to be giving away a funko pop to one of the lucky 100 followers of course when we hit 200 followers we're going to give giving away something else so don't worry if you if you just missed it you're going to be on the build to 200 and it'll only get bigger and better from there but to celebrate, when we hit 100 followers, we're going to do a special live stream, Mike C. I don't know if you've heard about this yet. No. The special live stream for the 100 follower edition is going to be myself and Diesel from the Three Fat Nerds podcast. And I heard Ken wants to be in studio for this because he might have to do the talking because uh, when, I, when I tell you what it is, you're going to understand why. But it'll be the two of us, and we are going to do the one chip challenge. <laughs> <laughs> the one chip challenge. The one chip challenge. Myself and Diesel when we hit 100 followers. You know that super spicy chip? Yeah. That's what we're doing. It's going to be horrible and... <laughs> <laughs> We're doing we're doing that for the fans, and of course it was Diesel who who I I brought up the idea to Diesel, thinking he would shoot it down, and he said I'm in. So <laughs> I'm like, damn it. <laughs> you guys so, have to have a follow up one chip challenge where you can only eat one. Bet you can't eat just one. 
Oh, well, that's a different. Yeah, that's a different chip challenge. This is the super spicy one. Uh, yeah. But we'll be doing that for That'll the. Sub, the that, we'll do that for that, and of course, giving away a Funko Pop. So that's cool. Uh, nice. And also, last but certainly not least, if you would like to support the podcast uh, monetarily and get a cool, a lot of cool bonus content, you can do that at patreon.com slash 8122productions. You get the Horizone 607 podcast early before everybody else gets it. You get the Three Fat Nerds podcast early, plus in that podcast, you get the uncut, uncooked, unedited version every week, so you get extra bonus stuff that nobody else gets to hear. Uh, and then you get the two exclusive to Patreon shows, I Love Movies, which I do with Ron, and uh, we talk about movies that we love. Love, movies that other people love that we hate we just talk about movies and review them in general this month we are doing the greatest thanksgiving movie of all time and that is son-in-law starring Polly shore we will be doing that for our patreon show and of course every month you get love is scary with dr derek one day you know the original show title was love is scary with dr derek and spooky mike but spooky mike had to go on quarantine so uh <laughs> dr derek has been running wild brother and uh, trust me, when he runs wild, we can't talk about it because <laughs> it's behind a paywall for uh, a, one reason and one reason only. We get banned from everything if we put it out anywhere else. True story, by the way. I'm not making it up. If you don't believe me, you know what? This is uh, the money where your mouth is. It's only a dollar. This is as little as a dollar a month. Pay the one dollar and listen to one episode and tell me I'm lying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I might even be willing to refund you. Actually, I will be willing to refund you your one dollar. If if you don't think that what Diesel says is uh, kind of, you know, want to get us banned from anywhere else, because trust me, risque. It, it, slightly, oh, dude, slightly risque, dude. An unfiltered Diesel <laughs> <laughs> is a very dangerous thing, and that's why it's on Patreon. Uh, and there's that's two exactly tiers: one dollar and a three dollar, and. Uh, it's a good time over there, so and you can also support the podcast, all the podcasts and twitching and all that stuff we do, and we do appreciate it. And, and it's growing, actually, very exponentially. I'm very uh, happy to say thank you guys for all the support that are supporting it uh, over there on Patreon.com slash 8122productions. And with that being said, Mike C., that is all that I have for all the plugs that we have to get out every week, so you can take these fine people home. Well, I appreciate that, Rich. Thank you all for listening once again to our Horizon 607. Uh, we apologize for the the shortness of the show we usually have more stuff to do but uh again you can thank the professor for that uh we'll get you his home address so you can send him well wishes and uh, threatening letters <laughs> but i promise you we will have more we will have a lot more stuff that we will talk about next week of course we will bring you the week's biggest horror movie news but we're going to have a lot more to talk about next week i i'm fairly certain of that so until then for rich i'm mike c and i'm saying Say ah.